This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Annie Fry Show is brought to you by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. Right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. Don't get me wrong. I love the ladies. I mean, they rev my engine. But they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. This is the Annie Fry Show. Well, happy Monday. Welcome to the Annie Fry Show. Grateful to be with you this afternoon, December 11th. Christmas is upon us. Uh, hope you had a wonderful weekend. I did with my family, and I, I've been kind of dipping in and out of the news cycle these days. When the holiday season is upon us, it's always a little more incumbent to spend a little more time away from the news uh, and a little more time present with the kiddos and watching every single Mickey Mouse Christmas special that has ever existed. I've seen them all. I don't know what any of them are about. That's, that's, that's the God's honest truth. Um, but I'm, I, I am very curious about how what I would say ground zero for the transformation of this country where this story is going. Because back at, I graduated college in 2006, graduated high school in 2002, and those, if, if, you, if you frame those years, 2002 to 2006, like what was going on in the world? Well, my senior year of high school, that's when September 11th happened. And then the next four years were pretty tumultuous in the world. They were George W. Bush years. George W. Bush uh, took the country into war in multiple different locations. But that 2002 to 2006 time frame was when the country was ready to deliver a punch back in a magnificent and decisive, decidedly strong way. The emotion of that time frame, 2002 to 2006, emotion was incredibly high. So when you're in college and emotions are running high, I thought in the early aughts there that, wow, this is really an interesting time to be in college. People are very passionate about these political issues. 
Little did I know that that would just be a Tuesday in the 20-teens and the 2020s. That that's just a fevered pitch of, of anger and rage that exists in that sector of American society would be kind of the prerequisite for what many of us are experiencing uh, with loved ones, with children, with grandchildren who are going away to university. The price for this college education has soared and soared. It's going up, it's going up, it's going up. Well, why wouldn't it? Imagine if there was an endless supply of funds for people to purchase, uh, you know, I don't know, something crazy like baseball tickets. Baseball tickets keep going up, but the amount, the money keeps getting put into your checking account for the purpose of buying baseball tickets. That's where that money is going. We'll give it to you, super low rates. And, oh, by the way, at the end of all of this, we might, you might not have to pay it back. What? What reality would a baseball team or a baseball organization have to lower the cost of tickets if the endless supply of money was always going to be there to pay for whatever those tickets were going to cost at any given time? And then you'd have to ask yourself, why is it so important in my fake little analogy here that whoever is funding, you know, going to baseball games only, why is it so important that people go to baseball games? Why is it so important that we're willing to take a huge monetary hit as a business, as an organization, or in the instance of college as a country? Why are we so willing to recklessly fund overpriced education that isn't delivering employers and employees? Why are we doing this? Well, the answer is very, very simple and very, very clear. That's where the transformation takes place. It started for me, of course, when I was in college in the, in the, in the 2000s, the early 2000s, and I saw it with uh, left-leaning professors. I went to um, a public university. I'm grateful for my education there. I feel like I was challenged in my education there. I was always permitted to speak up uh, and, and challenge thought in the classroom. But I can say, without exception, there was never a political conversation or a political ideology. I'm thinking just to make sure that this, that person's not listening to me right now going, Annie, uh, there was never a single time where the ideology coming out of the instructor in the classroom leaned right. Not a single time. Now, we didn't have anybody when I was going to college being like, uh, calling for genocide of a particular people is free speech. No, it was actually quite the opposite of that. It was trying to be super aware of, I think probably microaggression was not even a term that was used around nor normal people. I don't know. At, at that time, but the idea that you would stand up for marginalized groups. I mean, it's not a bad ideology. It's not a bad thought. The idea that we would give a voice to the people who have been voiceless or the people who have been marginalized or the people who are in the minority who, when they speak, it's not loud enough for the majority to hear is a very, very good, good thought process. The problem is when you have to antagonize, marginalize, and now you get to 2023, threaten 
the lives and existence of the people on the other side of the issue that you support. Have you heard these stories, Brad, have you heard these stories around the country right now of people who are not celebrating like menorah lightings and Christmas things because they're under threat from these pro-Palestinian groups? Not only not celebrating it, but on some some occasions even being advised, like, don't wear your yarmulke. Make sure you hide, you know, your Jewish heritage so that you don't get attacked. And that's coming from institutions like schools and stuff like that. But the idea that we would at this time of year be celebrating a holiday season and you might be lighting a Christmas tree, you might be lighting a menorah, mm-hmm. uh, you might you might be you might not do one because you're not going to do the other. So you're like, no, no holidays for anybody. That's what we're going to do to be safe. Is it not very ironic that the people who are shrieking for ceasefire are like, don't do this or we in enacting violence. Right. It <laughs> it's mind blowing. It's stupid and these types of things only get to exist when people like you and like me keep our mouths shut. And it can't it, we cannot be satisfied with that any longer. I don't think I played last week because I was hearing it everywhere and I I always if, if I don't address a particular story on this show, that doesn't mean that I don't value the importance of it. Sometimes, and this is something that I glean from when I'm talking to you when we go to events like the Kill Meat event or this coming Wednesday, two days from now, when hopefully I'll see you at Ruler Foods for a food drive broadcasting live noon to, noon to three. You appreciate the break, the exhale in the mid-afternoon that our show provides. And I need to make sure that you're as informed as you need to be, of course, that's the responsibility I have from noon to three. But I also feel as though it's my responsibility to you to not make it so you can't take it anymore. And by the time you've gotten to me at noon or one or two or uh, right before three o'clock, you've probably heard most of the, the main headlines of the day. And you've probably formulated your opinion on it all by yourself, which is just amazing to some people in the mainstream media that they would think that you could do that all by yourself. Actually, that's what they they fear the most. I didn't get to, I didn't play the Elise Stefanik clips last week where she is asking these women about whether or not calling for the genocide of Jews is permitted on their campus, and they cannot say, of course it's not permitted on our campus. Of course it's hate speech. They can't say it. Now, the president from Penn, I believe, has resigned. There is an enormous amount of pressure on the woman from Harvard. Fareed Zakira on CNN, would you, where do you put him on the political spectrum, Brad? We don't play a lot of Zakira. I Zach, don't actually. Am I saying that right? Zac, Zakaria, maybe? Maybe that or Zachariah. It's probably Zakaria. Okay. Whatever. So, Sorry. anyway, <laughs> I don't, again, if that informs my decision there. I don't know too much about him, so I wouldn't even know where to put him on the political scale. But I wouldn't think being on CNN, he'd be some sort of like he's big right-leaning per- He's not person. their conservative commentator. Right. But he spoke out. Listen to this. When one thinks of America's greatest strengths, the kind of assets the world looks at with admiration and envy, America's elite universities would long have been at the top of that list. But the American public has been losing faith in these universities for good reason. Three university presidents came under fire this week for their vague and indecisive answers when asked whether calling for the genocide of Jews 
would violate their institution's codes of conduct. But to understand their performance, we have to understand the broad shift that has taken place at elite universities, which have gone from being centers of excellence to institutions pushing political agendas. Oh, oh. excuse me, CNN, come again. What is the point of a college university? Because, listen, the point of a college university is not to take the conveyor belt and put out conservatives either. The idea is to educate people and encourage people to think, to learn how to think, not to restrict to a specific point what they think. And that has not been the case. That has not been the point of the American college system for probably going on 30 years right now. And what we're seeing right now, I sure hope, is the peak of stupidity that we have been pursuing and allowing to happen because we've all seen it. We've all seen it coming. I speak to so many of you who are like either thanking Lord in heaven that your kid comes home from college, maybe a little more refined in in the principles that they went to college in. And then others of you who are like, I can't believe how how drastically and quickly their ideological change has been. Here's more from CNN. American universities have been neglecting a core focus on excellence in order to pursue a variety of agendas, many of them clustered around diversity and inclusion. It started with the best of intentions. Colleges wanted to make sure young people of all backgrounds had access to higher education and felt comfortable on campus. But those good intentions have morphed into a dogmatic ideology and turned these universities into places where the pervasive goals are political and social engineering, not academic merit. Very hard to find anything to disagree with him on that. And this issue right now, the issue of how public and blatant the positions that Harvard, that Penn, that MIT, And other universities who weren't on that congressional panel in that hearing last week, the positions that they're choosing, they are choosing anti-Semitic hate and they're doing it with conviction. And they're so comfortable. And they're so elitist and snobbish in the way that they are comfortable to present that to the American people because they're so delusional. Because we've been quiet for so long that they're going to get away with this. That this is an acceptable way to fundamentally transform this country. They mold the minds of our young people. They don't educate them so that they can be the best nurse that they can be. that They can be the best attorney that they can be or accountant that they can be. Yes, they will be great nurses. Yes, they will be great accountants. Yes, they will be great attorneys. But what they are going to do in the process is they're going to change their ideology. They're going to reach deep down into the most fundamentally rooted principles that you, as their parent, as their caregiver, as their family member, that you have cultivated in them. Since they came out of the womb, went through every milestone that you marked with photographs and video and mementos along the way. They go to graduate high school and then you let them go into the world and you pray on your knees that everything that you did was enough. 
their goal is to stare that straight in the face and rip it out of their existence so that when you get them back, you don't even recognize the person that you raised, that you cared for, that you love, that you will love no matter what. That is the purpose of the activist academia. And they had their worst moment so far last week. And people are turning an eye to it and they're saying, I am not okay with this. Don't translate that to be, don't be so simple about what that means. It's to suggest that, oh gosh, I hope they vote Republican in 2024. It is so far more important than who they vote for in 2024. It's part of the, part of the process. But we have to save our civilization to where we can still look at somebody who's calling for the genocide of a group of people and collectively and loudly say, no, absolutely not. Shame on you. If we can't do that as a civilization, we no longer have a civilization. And last week, it appears as though Without necessarily the loud chorus of shame, 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 we were able to point at these individuals as a society with our gaze, with our look of dissatisfaction. And I hope that we use that as a catalyst to move forward to where we do collectively understand how incredibly shameful this academia, activist academia, has worked over time to destroy our culture, our society, our community as we know it. Maybe it's happening. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to speak with the Attorney General of the state of Missouri. Excited to have him. He's going to join us on Zoom, as I understand it. So if you're watching us on the Annie Fry YouTube Live, you get to see uh, your Attorney General if you're in Missouri and uh, my adopted Attorney General as an Illinois resident. Did you know that, they, that they're going after media matters? And I am all here for it. If, if you are looking for people who are advocating for liberty and freedom and justice, look to the state of Missouri and the attorney general's office. He is doing it. And we're going to talk to him about the latest when we come back. And the YouTube live chat poll. Blah, lots going on on Twitter slash X this weekend. Alex Jones is back. And I want to know what you think. Whether you love him, hate him, think he's the craziest person in the world. Should Alex Jones be permitted on platforms like Twitter or X? Yes, no, or Who's Alex Jones? Andy Fry YouTube channel. Go vote in the YouTube live chat poll. Attorney General Andrew Bailey, when we come back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. An evil propaganda machine. Um, so I, I just generally uh, am against evil propaganda machines. And uh, so we are suing them in every country that they operate. And we'll, we will pursue not just the organization, but anyone funding that organization. I want to be clear about that. Anyone funding that organization uh, will be, we will pursue them. Elon Musk, I love the way he says things uh, that people are evil propaganda machines and we don't like evil propaganda machines. Well, I'm with you on that. Uh, Heart that comment there from Elon Musk. We have seen attacks towards Twitter slash X from every single possible direction fathomable since Elon Musk took it over. What is it that is so threatening about Elon Musk allowing Twitter to be a free speech platform? Our YouTube live chat poll for today is should Alex Jones be permitted on platforms like Twitter slash X? And you have three options. Yes, no. Or who's Alex Jones? He's very pro free speech. And it seems as though the people who are working against Twitter are pro specific speech, which is the opposite of free speech. And somebody ensuring that Missourians do get to enjoy their free speech rights in this country, the Attorney General of the state of Missouri, Andrew Bailey, and he joins us right now. Attorney General, thank you for being here with us. It's good to have you back. Hey, thanks for having me on and for covering this important story. Look, the right to free speech is a foundational principle that is the bedrock of our republic. And I would be amazed. I'm amazed that anyone's against it, but that's where that's the world we find ourselves in. And that's why Twitter's under attack. Yeah, you're 100 percent right on that. Compare for me what you've learned uh, as you've looked into all sorts of different things that have to do with Twitter. But the comparison between pre Elon Musk, Twitter's engagement in censoring speech of specific people and then Elon Musk takes over and then the aggressive attacks from certain entities that exist out there to make sure that Elon Musk isn't successful in his endeavor to free people's speech on that platform. Yeah, well, it's important to understand that the big tech marketplace is different because the courts have misinterpreted Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which has created a, a unique marketplace that is a monopoly. And it's unfettered from the typical market impulses that would prevent things like censorship. But, you know, Missouri has been the first out of the gate on this issue. We've been leading the charge in the fight to protect free speech. We've got the most important First Amendment suit in this nation's history, Missouri v. Biden, pending at the United States Supreme Court, where we're going to put a stop to government censorship on big tech. We've also litigated against the gag order they placed on President Trump. But what we see right now is a new front in the war on free speech, and that's radical progressive advocacy groups. Uh, manipulating the marketplace to go after Twitter. They hate Twitter because they can't control it, and our free speech suffers in the process. If, you know, I always think of the way the social media platforms are monitored, uh, Attorney General, I think it's got to be a reflection of what they're trying to do in the country elsewhere. But when you put it, when you digitize it, and then there's online communications and, uh, you know, actual hard records of, the way people are going about trying to limit free speech, that this is a microcosm of what the aggressive activist left has been trying to do with speech outside of social media. But they've had great success previously with 
social media. What have you discovered in your uh, in your questions around media matters? Because there have been some not so great things that have come out about what media matters is doing in their effort to take down Elon Musk and Twitter. Yeah, that's right. Well, we've got some real concerns that Media Matters used fraud to solicit money from Missourians in order to attack X, formerly known as Twitter, through market manipulation. And if they did that under false pretenses, that can violate state statute. So today we've launched our formal investigation. Again, Missouri was first out of gate on this issue and are continue to fight to protect Missourians, not only from deceptive practices and manipulation, but also uh, protect our right to free speech. If Twitter fails, the last platform dedicated to free, fair and open debate on big tech will fail with it. And all Missourians in the United States will suffer in the process. And so we've got to fight back. Conservative leaders have complained about this issue for decades. We are taking action in Missouri. This is the show me state. Results matter. And taking the fight to the enemies of freedom is an important uh, step that leaders can take. And that's what, exactly what we're doing here at the attorney general's office. We're speaking with the attorney general for the state of Missouri, Andrew Bailey. Uh, I'm reading from your press release here. It says, as you are no doubt aware, a federal lawsuit has been filed against media matters, raising serious allegations that your firm falsely and deceptively manipulated the algorithm on X, formerly known as Twitter, through coordinated inauthentic behavior and that you did so in an attempt to defame the organization and cause advertisers to pull their support from the platform, thus harming free speech. The lawsuit alleges that you lied to the public, falsely suggesting that fringe extremist content regularly appears next to content from corporate advertisers when, in fact, the opposite is true. Can you talk to me a little bit about what you suspect the manipulation that occurred from Media Matters? What were they actually trying to do? Well, they're trying to destroy the last platform dedicated to free speech by uh, haranguing the advertisers, getting them to pull out. They're, they're trying to bully these ad, defraud the advertisers and get them to pull out of Twitter so Twitter will collapse. But we know Media Matters is built on lies. This is a radical progressive advocacy group that's masquerading as a news organization. No one should be buying that anymore. And we're concerned that they lied when they took money from everyday Missourians and used it to defraud the advertisers on Twitter. And certainly if they're manipulating those algorithms in order to emphasize controversial speech in order to bully Twitter and its advertisers, those manipulations are also a lie. The advertisers that are pulling out of Twitter have become pawns in media matters market manipulation. And that harms Missourians mm. because we've been deprived of that. We, we will potentially be deprived of access to the, the last platform dedicated to free speech. That's why this investigation is so important to uncover the lies, the fraud, the manipulation and expose it and call it for what it is. This is what conservative transformative conservative action looks like. It sounds like the allegation here is that media matters uh, created an illusion of, of a specific kind of chaos and then looked to profit or deprofit Twitter on the illusion that they created. What did how how did they how did they manipulate the alg- algorithm? Well, they staged images of controversial speech next to the advertisers, and then they emphasized that the, the, that link that that tethering of controversial speech to these advertisers in order to bully the advertisers and bully Twitter. And so that's enormously problematic. That's market manipulation. Were they soliciting funds uh, in Missouri specifically for that purpose? And if not, what was the purpose behind their solicitation of funds? Was there fraud there? So these are all things we need to use this investigation to uncover. But at the end of the day, uh, I think the, the question needs to be raised. Why was Media Matters 
emphasizing speech that they disagree with? Why was Media Matters emphasizing uh, controversial speech? And the only reason can be because they hate Twitter. They want to take down X because they don't like that we're allowed to say and hear what we please on it. Mm. That's problematic from a First Amendment standpoint. Again, that's why this investigation is so important. Yeah, manifesting the crisis to try to take down an opponent. Uh, Before we let you go, we're speaking with the Attorney General of the state of Missouri, Andrew Bailey. If you pursue this and you find the information that uh, confirms the allegations that you have here in this press release, what is what is the actionable uh, process that happens after that? What are you trying to accomplish? Well, there's multiple different lines of legal authority here that can be used to, to bring a suit. I mean, at some point, uh, you know, the, 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 there are statutes that protect Missourians from fraudulent solicitations. And certainly that's kind of the lowest hanging fruit. And, you know, the extent of the deceit needs to be uncovered. Exactly how many Missourians were defrauded needs to be uncovered. Was there coercion, collusion? Is this a, you know, a, a deeper conspiracy and all of that, we need to pull on all of those threads and get to the bottom of it, root it out, and put it into it. And again, it starts with exposing the lies, exposing the fraud, exposing the manipulations. Well, we appreciate you always in your action towards protecting the free speech rights of Missourians. As an Illinois resident, as I usually say, you're my adopted attorney general, and I am grateful for your efforts to defend our freedom and liberty because somebody's got to do it, and we're grateful that you are taking up the cause. Well, thank you so much for having me on. All the best to you and your listeners. Yep, you as well. Thank you so much. The Attorney General of the State of Missouri, Andrew Bailey. I'm going to get him on Zoom next time. A little technical difficulties. But we keep trying. I, I love that he's doing this. He's going to find the discovery in this is going to be fantastic to, if, if he's successful in that, to understand what Media Matters is doing to, if, if, if it's convoluted to you, if you go on Twitter and you manufacture a crisis and you're amplifying things that you hate with fake accounts so that you can get it to show up next to an advertiser. And so you're working to manipulate a system like that and then using it to take take action and say, look what's happening on Twitter. Donate to this cause. Ugh. Never let a good crisis go to waste, especially one that you've heavily invested in. All right, let's take a quick break. Wiggins America, when we come back, the weekend roundup. If he doesn't report on it, it didn't happen. Ryan Wiggins in studio. When we come back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Wiggins. Oh! Monday round of This here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Makes me smile every time. Well, you know what else makes people smile? My wife, <clears throat> every morning, I wake her up with that song. I'm the one who wants oh. to. You're going to say the wildest ride in the world. No. She, I, you know, it's wild as he woke me up at Disney like that, too. Yeah. It's just, it, <laughs> and I didn't mean to, it's just habit at that point. But I had brought my guitar, 
And I was like, Brad, I'm the one who wants. I'm sorry. This is just what I do every morning. My routine. It's my routine. Yeah. <laughs> it's always at 5 a.m., which she hates because uh, she wakes up at about 6.30. So, it's funny. This Fox 2 News right now says divorce or separation in the news. Oh, hey. Let me get that guy's phone number. <laughs> So anyway, uh, this is indeed the Monday Roundup, and I've got some stories here that are the most important things that happened over the weekend if you weren't paying attention, which it's okay if you weren't, but because uh, I'm here for you, I, g- I gather everything that happened. The first one is Congress, at the urging of the Biden administration, agreed in, now this isn't breaking news, this happened in 2021, of course, they agreed to spend $7.5 billion dollars to build tens of thousands of electric vehicle chargers across the country, aiming to appease anxious drivers while tackling climate change. We all remember this was part of their big spending bills. I think they called this the Inflation Reduction Act. (laughs) Remember that? Um, They spent $7.5 billion to build all these electric vehicle chargers. Anybody want to guess as to how many of those have been created so far? Leah, you want to take a guess here? How many created? How many electric vehicle chargers have been created out of this seven point uh, five billion? Seven point five billion. Billion. B-, B. With a B. <laughs> I have no idea. Give Let's, them a percentage. Yeah. Uh, percentage complete. Five. Five percent. Sure. Okay. Uh, less than one percent. Less than one percent. Zero. Annie is correct. It is 0%. Not a single charger has been made. That's less than 1%. How much money was this again? $7.5 billion. Not million. Billion. If you recall now, I'm just going to compare this to something that you also might remember. Remember when Trump was trying to build a little bit more of the wall? And he said, just give me $4 billion. Just give me $4 or $5 billion. They said, no, that's too much. That is too much to spend on something. Yeah, we wasted all that money on the non-existent electric chargers. (laughs) They had to save it up uh, to spend it on nothing. Uh, So Politico started looking into this. Well, why haven't they built any? It's been two years since they were allotted this money, $7.5 billion. They said, well, states and the charger industry, they blame the delays mostly on the labyrinth of new contracting and performance requirements they have to navigate. So it's the federal rules that they can't quite figure out how to follow. If only they knew somebody. To to build, because the rules are so strict as to how to build them because of climate change. Who's the report from? Politico. (laughs) It's, It's amazing. This is a great example of what your government is doing for you every single day, America. Or not doing for you. In this case, not doing. All right. uh, More in light of your first segment, where you talked a little bit about some of the news items in in this category. More U.S. companies are no longer requiring job seekers to have a college degree. Employers across a range of industries are dropping job requirements once considered a ticket to higher paying jobs and financial security, which is a college degree. The tight labor market has led more companies instead to make more take more skills-based approaches to hiring, as evidence on the job search sites like Indeed and ZipRecruiter. Of the people surveyed in this survey, 45% of employers said they had done away with degree requirements for certain roles over just the past year. So this is happening pretty fast. This isn't like a 20-year survey. This is 
just over the last year, 45% of employers say they're doing away with a whole bunch of requirements that involve college degrees. Good well, news? college also has done away with a lot of the things that you need to do and learn in order to get the college degree and replaced them with a lot of junk. I Like, if, if you... We, we talk about the gap year, and we always have a disagreement on what the gap year actually is. But if my kid is graduates from high school and isn't 100% sure what he wants to do, so he decides to... I'll use my son for an example. He's almost 14. If he... Gosh... Give me a minute there. <laughs> if, if he graduates from high school and isn't 100% sure what he wants to do, so he decides to go work for the St. Louis Cardinals and work as a person selling popcorn or something like that and just go experience that and see if that's the type of lifestyle he wants to do, I would rather him go do that because I know that he would love baseball. Maybe he does that and he umpires Little League baseball or whatever uh, in the summer. If he goes and does that, and then discovers that he gets he meets some people along the way, and maybe he meets some people over at Camel X from some connection. I don't know how, and finds a way to do something with the organization that doesn't require him to have a four year degree. What would he be getting in that four year degree if that's the path that he wants to take? I would rather him go have that experience and go like I did because I wanted to be a sports a sideline reporter. That's why I have a communications degree. I have a TV radio degree. I wanted to be the person on the sideline who's making up stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could do at the time. I would have studied less hard. Uh, and then I went into sports talk radio and I thought, I don't want to be doing nights and weekends all of the time. All of the fun sports stuff is when you're supposed to be at home, sitting on the couch with your friends or your family watching this stuff. I don't want to be at work all of that time. And so, but I had to do it in order to realize that. And none of that dramatic shift in the direction that I wanted to take my career happened because I was in college. Mm -hmm. I did get an internship because it was part of my college requirement. But I'm pretty sure those people would have let me work for free if I wasn't in college. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that the experience, prioritizing experience right now over just the idea of a diploma when the diploma, like if you were looking at somebody's, if you're hiring and you see that they have a degree from, I mean, honestly, it's like if they went to community college, junior college or something like that and got an associate's degree and it's like right in the lane of what they're applying for and it's not some four-year university degree in gender studies or something like that, I'm almost like, not taking the four-year degree seriously compared to the people who are like, this is what I want to do. I agree. I very much agree. And in fact, uh, it, small businesses are leading the way on this. What they're saying is kind of in line with what you're saying, that they are wanting to actually get people who are not going to college or you know, having a little bit of college, maybe you didn't graduate, and saying, no, no, just stop right there. We'll train you. We will train. Like You'll get the, the experience, the knowledge you need and we will actually pay you to do it because people just, I mean, we got degree mills. The college system is changing before our eyes in ways I never thought would happen as quickly as it has happened. And part of that's been COVID. Isn't it a smart move to not spend thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on a hunch that you're going to yes. want to go do something? It, that's so true. And as a, as a boss who needs good, smart people right now, 
if they're the right people for the job and they're and you're looking at someone who's like, well, you know, this is what I think I really want to do. I'm very passionate about it. I would love to learn and I'm willing to work for this low amount to learn the thing. Imagine working for minimum wage and learning the craft from the people who are experts at it instead of paying tens of thousand dollars on a hunch that you want to do something where they're going to try to turn your, you know, pulverize your brains and turn you into something else on the way out. Like as an employer, I'm shifting my focus drastically. Yeah, you're in you're in a new, unique position where you're going to be looking at college for your kids in the next what couple of years, and then also I hate to tell you that, but it is true. Next couple of years, and then also like in ten years. So I, between that time and then a decade from now, who knows what college and the whole system is going to look like? Yeah, I think we need to get back into the idea of apprenticeships, but we can talk about more I think about that later. I think we're headed there. Uh, There are two blobs inside the Earth. A study published last month in the Journal of Nature found that two blobs of unusual material near the center of the planet could be the remains of an ancient planet that collided with Earth billions of years ago. Leah, you saw this coming, I know. Uh, That would be around the The same time. (laughs) (laughs) This story. She's 26. Yeah. That, you know, we, I, I'm sure you're like, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about jobs, market, and Congress, and then we'll switch to that there was an ancient planet that collided with Earth and caused a, a micro planet with it. I was going to say anything. I wasn't going to say anything. Don't, no, no, it's ancient. I was no, going no, to say anything. What, what do you, how do you say it? Just say it. Ancient. Like, there's no K. Yeah. <laughs> Some people do say that, though. I think it's probably like a 60 40, I almost said 60 30 breakdown. 60 40 breakdown. And the 10% say ancient. Yeah, they're real smart. <laughs> Ancient. They have four-year college degrees. Ancient. Ancient. The C only makes one sound. It doesn't make a K sound and the S sound. Dr. Paul Asimow well, from you know Ryan likes to multitask. Caltech <laughs> University uh, said, We love the word blob. It's very descriptive. They've actually known about these things within the Earth for about 20 to 30 years, but they don't know what they are. And the, the, the new theory is that some planet that they have called Thalia, or Theia, collided with Earth at some point. It sounds dirty. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Say it a couple times. Just say you... ancient a few more times and <laughs> clear my mind. Ancient. Oh. Theia. <laughs> and, and after the kids go to bed tonight, just say Theia to your, to your spouse and see what they do. See right after they... you sing, I'm yeah. the one who wants I'm to be with you. I'm the one who wants to. <laughs> I don't sing it at bedtime, though. That would be weird. <laughs> Anyway, apparently it's possible that hidden within the earth upon which you stand right now, there might be another whole planet that we could discover one day. I'll pass. Ryan, you were were there when it happened. What was it? Very very funny. That was an age joke. And I will give you the whip. Oh boy! And here it is. How He's I wake up, Katie to me, Wiggins. Now he's trying every to whip morning. YouTube live chat poll: Should Alex Jones be permitted on platforms like Twitter or X? Yes, no, or who's Alex Jones? Go to the Andy Fry YouTube channel and vote. We'll be right back. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 